0: Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode of In Bloom Podcast. My name is Abby Aslan and I'm the host of this podcast and this week we're gonna be going over my reset for the month of December and specifically for this week's episode, I'm just going to do intentions and highs and lows for the month because I was gonna like try and add another segment and then I was like, this episode's gonna end up probably being like an hour and a half long if I do that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear, check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at Bankofamerica.com talktous talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and A member FDIC. And I don't want to just like string it out too far, so we're just gonna focus on my intentions for this month and the highs and lows. So that's the kind of baseline and the templates for this week's episode if you will, but really looking forward to it. And I've really been enjoying these episodes because they truly are helping me be so much more intentional about my months and it's weird and sad to admit because I feel like so much of being a content creator, especially in kind of the lifestyle space I'm in with always talking about self-improvement and everything. You would think that I'm like really on my A-game on any given month with resetting for a month and like setting intentions and everything. But to be completely honest, I wasn't ever really doing that before I started doing these monthly reset episodes a few months ago. So it has kind of been life-changing for me because it's really made me sit down and force myself to reflect on the last month and ask myself, you know, what do I think needs to... Change going into this next month, what are my goals and intentions for the next month, and that kind of thing. So, looking forward to sharing all of that with you all. But before we get started, we're gonna get started with the quote, goal and gratitude for this week. And my quote for this week says, Don't use your energy to worry, use your energy to believe, create, trust, grow, and heal. And I really like this quote because I have been very, very anxious and stressed lately. And I have a video going up soon. Um, I just finished editing it right before I started recording this podcast, but it's going up tomorrow, the same day this podcast episode goes up. It's literally like an hour-long work week in my life on YouTube, so go watch that if you are a fan of long vlogs, but the whole video, like, throughout the video, it's really me trying to cope with stress and all of the curveballs that life threw at me last week with just everything going on in my life and... So much of being an adult is really just figuring out how to manage and feel your emotions while still being an adult and following through with the responsibilities you have, which is definitely really difficult when sometimes the emotions can feel so overpowering and overbearing to where you feel like you just can't keep being an adult and you need to just freeze and feel those emotions and like completely not do anything else, you know? So it's definitely super difficult, but I have really been trying to Be intentional about helping myself relieve stress in whatever way I can manage my stress better. And this past week was definitely a test of that. And this quote that I saw my Pinterest like homepage this morning when I was scrolling, I was like, "This is really good to remember." You know, like, it's not not that it needs to be productive, but you know, using your energy to worry and stress about things, especially when they're outside of your control it's not doing anything good for you. You know, it's really only creating more problems in your life. So you can use that energy to either stress and worry and ruminate over things, or you can use that same energy to create and believe in bigger things and have hope and faith and grow. So I really liked that perspective shift. And my goal for this week is I have a big... A big to do this week, and that's what I'm gonna leave it at. I just have like this really big thing on my to do list, and I really just need to get through it because I think once I get through it, I don't think all my stress is gonna go away per se, but it's just going to help a lot with my stress. I think, and I really want to get through it, but I can't tell y'all what it is. But I am definitely. Looking forward to getting it kind of off my plate in a way, just because it's kind of been this looming to do on my list for a while. So that's my goal is to get it off my to do list, and I need to do it now because I want to get it over with before the wedding and get it off my plate so that I can really just focus on the wedding the last couple months or the last couple months, the last couple weeks of December. Because as of today, when I'm recording this, there are four weeks until I get married, which is so crazy. I cannot believe it's wedding month. It, just absolutely like makes my head spin and I know I say that like every episode that I can't believe we're getting closer it's just funny that I keep saying that in every episode because it's like obviously a week has passed since you last recorded it's gonna get closer as the weeks pass but yeah my gratitude this week I'm really thankful to have had and kind of unplugged weekend in a way Um, Griffin and I, Griffin's my fiance, we went to, um, Bernie, Texas, which is like in the Texas Hill Country area outside of San Antonio this weekend. And we just got back this morning and we were gone from like Friday afternoon to this morning. And it was my first time really in that area since I was like a little kid. I went to San Antonio or right outside of San Antonio. I can't really remember exactly where I was when I was really little, but I don't totally remember it. And obviously as an adult, you see things differently and appreciate different things than you did when you were a child. So I really enjoyed going there because it was such a nice area. Like I did not feel like I was close to a big city at all. We were, you know, like 20 minutes away from San Antonio, but it was like just so nice. It was a cute little small town and it was so nice it was for griffin's work christmas party it was kind of like a whole weekend retreat kind type of thing and so we had like a dinner friday night and then saturday night um the christmas parade and the work christmas party and everything so it was really cool too because i got to experience a christmas type of activity and i feel like i wouldn't have gone out of my way to like go to a christmas parade this month if it wasn't for going out of town for this christmas party so it was really cool to like do something festive and be in a town that literally felt like out of a hallmark movie during the holidays so that was really nice and as much as it was stressing me out last week to think about being out of town this weekend and having to edit on the road, like edit my video on the road, record this podcast when I got back and just be out of town this weekend and not be able to do anything wedding related. Basically all of that really, really stressed me out, but it was actually really good for me. I think it was good for me to kind of pull myself out of it because that's going to be so much of my day-to-day life over the next four weeks. So it was good to kind of completely withdraw myself from all of that so that I could, I guess, prepare myself for how busy it's going to be in the, you know, upcoming, weeks and everything and I'm really grateful for an Alabama win in the SEC championship what a crazy game um literally like one of my friends I remember we were talking earlier this season like the very very beginning of the season when we were watching Alabama play and I told her I was like it would be so crazy if Alabama made it to the national championship because it's in Houston this year and I live in Houston and Griffin and I are going to be on our honeymoon when that's that uh game is going to be happening in Houston so I was like I will be livid if we make it this year but at the same time I'll obviously be very excited because you know going to the national championship is usually a very expensive type of deal I mean I've never been before but you know you're having to pay for either your plane tickets or your gas to get to the place where it's being hosted the hotels are always insane because you know there's an event a huge event that weekend so of course they're going to Jack the prices up to maximize our profits that weekend, and you know it's costly because that's everything outside of just the ticket price. So of course, the year where we wouldn't have to pay for somewhere to stay and we wouldn't have to pay for, um, like traveling. Of course, we're gonna be out of town. And now you know Alabama is going to the playoffs, which is so crazy. And I know a lot of people are probably upset, but. Don't don't turn off the podcast if you're a fan of another team and you just like hate Alabama for making it in. I'm not gonna talk about it long, but I am very thankful that we made it in. It's just funny because when I was talking about all this with my friend earlier this season, she was like, it will be the biggest surprise of my post grad career if Alabama makes it to the playoffs. And I texted her today after they announced Alabama was going. And I texted her and I said, I so wish I could pull that text of you saying that right now but i can't because my text automatically delete after 30 days for storage purposes on my phone so i was like i'm really bummed i can't pull that but it was so funny because i went back to my vlogmas day three video on youtube from 2017 and i pulled up the clip of her and i like right after they had announced alabama was going to the playoffs over ohio state they had just announced that, and I like called her, and I was like, "Meet me at Heritage House, which is a coffee house in Tuscaloosa. It was the coffee house I like lived right above." And I was like, "Meet me at Heritage House in 15 minutes. Like, I'm so excited. Let's go." So, she, I walked up to her car, and I was like, "We're going to the playoffs in the vlog." And I got a clip of her and I, and I just like cut it and sent it to her, just to be like, "Oh my gosh, this is so crazy. This was five years ago, and it was like a really similar um, situation in terms of like nobody wanted Alabama to get in, but except for this year, I feel like." Most people kind of wanted Alabama to be in, and everybody was like, yeah, Florida State's the most deserving, but, like, they're not one of the best fours, the argument I kept hearing the most and seeing the most, but anyways, all of that aside, it was just so funny to see how far I mean it's funny incredible inspiring and amazing to see how far this team has come this year so definitely very excited about that too and now I'm like super pumped because the day after our wedding we get to see Alabama play in the Rose Bowl and Griffin and I went to the Rose Bowl back in 2020 and that way we ended up winning the national championship that year and it was definitely a really weird time because it was like you know during COVID when we went and there they were like extremely reduced capacity and we drove there from houston and because it was in dallas that year um and i just remember like the whole vibes of the game it was just very weird because we're like we're at the freaking rose bowl but it literally doesn't even feel like we're at a normal football game because there was just so few people there because of the reduced capacity which i totally understand why they did that and i agree with it and everything it was just very weird but um it felt very weird so it's just like so crazy to me and I am excited to like I'm like really even looking forward to I don't know why but I'm like looking forward to the wedding day even more now because I'm like wow it's gonna be so exciting that we get to watch that game the day after on New Year's Day and Griffin's really excited because he grew up a big Longhorn fan so he's a Longhorn fan first and an Alabama fan second unfortunately but I told him that he can't really do that especially now that Texas is going into the SEC and especially now that you know we're kind of rivaling in a way at this point, so I was like, you know, you gotta pick somebody, but it's just funny, because I'm like, watch it be freaking Texas and Alabama in the national championship this year, the year it's in Houston, and we're not, literally not even going to be in the country, so it's hilarious, but we'll see what happens, um, so I don't know, sorry about that long tangent with football, but it was hard not to talk about it, because I quite literally just watched the, um, CFP, uh, playoff selection show, so it's, like, fresh on my mind right now, but I am very thankful for this past weekend, because it was, it was just so, So wholesome. And there were so many, I got to meet a lot of like Griffin's coworkers that I haven't met before, which was really great. And a lot of them have like little babies and little kids. And I swear my baby fever was like so bad. I was like, this is not good. Cause I just like, honestly have not been one to really have baby fever before, but the older I get, I start to get it more when I'm around little kids. But the second I like go back to my normal life, you know, it kind of dissipates and I don't have it until I'm around the little kids again, basically. So it's just funny, but it was a really great weekend and it was really nice to unplug. So, and I did get like my video edited and everything for the week, which was really great because I had so much footage to go through and I was really stressed about it because I, up until... Friday I had literally no footage edited for my video to go up this week, but I was able to get everything done this weekend because we did end up having a little bit of downtime in the hotel, so that was good, so thankful I was able to do that too, but let's go ahead and get into my intentions for this month of December, so number one, I really just want to soak up this last these last four weeks of being a fiance, and I really am trying to just I don't know, you know, I'm like, okay, not, not that like being a fiance is the best thing about, you know, getting married or anything, but I know I've very openly talked about how I've struggled with this season of my life because I've almost resented it in ways because it's just been very stressful to be doing it on top of everything else going on, just like it is for anybody planning a wedding with a job. Um, so it's just been really difficult and it's been hard to enjoy the season with the amount of stress that comes with planning a wedding. But I truly think that you know, I can, with these last four weeks, a lot of the bigger things are taken care of. And at this point it's just ironing out those small details and getting things ready to go. And I'm just like trying to soak up this last little bit of time. And I really just want to soak it all in, I guess. I've been trying to like journal more and really sit with my thoughts and feelings more in an effort to, be able to truly remember this season because when I look back on the last year, I'm like, I really feel like I just don't remember anything that's happened this year just because I haven't been very present. I've been so strung out and spread thin across so many things that it's really impacted my ability to enjoy experiences while I've been in them because I feel like mentally I wasn't in those experiences, but physically I was. So that's what I kind of mean by soaking up this last season is I really want to mentally be everywhere I am in these next four weeks rather than, you know, physically being there, but mentally being somewhere else, so that's the number one intention, but the next one is to do one Christmas activity a week, like I said, I know I just had this Christmas parade last night that we went to, that was really cute, and fun, and wholesome, but I really want to be intentional about doing this, just so that the whole entire holiday season doesn't completely slip me by, because it is definitely one of my favorite times of year, so I know that it's really easy to just kind of like, let it slip out from under us, with how busy life can get, especially with planning our wedding and everything so I want to be intentional about doing one Christmas related thing a week and seriously I'm keeping the expectations really low for this I really am I mean things like maybe watching a Christmas movie one week and then making a simmer pot one week and it smells like Christmas and driving around and looking at Christmas lights we really want to go look at Christmas lights in River Oaks and like get hot chocolate and bring Ella with us which is my dog, one evening. And I'm really looking forward to doing that because we've already said we definitely want to commit to doing that one night. So hoping to do that for sure too. Um, Just, you know, trying to soak up the season. And the next thing is to get ahead on planning content and planning like my beginning of year and end of year content. So like my end of year 2023 content that I typically put out, it's mainly podcast focused. I don't put a ton of New Year's related content on youtube i definitely do like a goals for 2024 and like getting my life together for 2024 type of vlog but i feel like the bulk of my new year's related content does sit here on the podcast so i want to be really intentional about those episodes and plan them out and start brainstorming the beginning of your content for 2024 and same thing with planning the end of your content and just overall getting ahead when i can This part's going to be really hard and I'm very, very sorry if there are like two weeks in January or late December where I just don't have a podcast episode just because of how crazy things will be with the wedding and then the honeymoon soon after. So I'm really going to do my best to get ahead on everything so that there aren't any skipped weeks, but I can't promise that because I just like don't know what's you know, gonna, what it's going to be like and how things are, how busy, like it's going to be with wedding planning and work and everything. So I'm just like, okay, what are we going to do? But I'm planning on taking the week off before Christmas, like taking that whole week off because I'm off the whole week of Christmas, like my firm shut down. So as long as that's the case and as long as that week before is not so jam packed with like getting last minute wedding things done, my goal is to like pre-record several episodes that week and get them ready to go. And in order to be able to do that, I have to have these episodes planned already. So that means I need to start planning like yesterday, basically. So I want to do my best to get ahead on content so that I can get things out for y'all. But I also know y'all are great and y'all understand, you know, if I can't get content out for, you know, every single week during my whole wedding and honeymoon timeline. And I know that y'all will understand that if that is the case. And the next thing, this is kind of, going off of the last point is to get very serious about my goals for 2024 and have just like a 2024 goal planning night and I kind of want to do this as like a date with Griffin maybe not a night it can be like any time of day I don't know why I said a night um but I saw Jenna Hong do this with one of her friends I watch her on YouTube and she's like one of the only people I watch on YouTube these days but I feel like I talk about her in every episode now at this point, but, um, I love her content so much. And she, in one of her vlogs, she did a like 2024 goal planning, like session with one of her friends. And I was like, that is the most like smart and wholesome thing ever. Cause I feel like I always do that type of stuff by myself. But if there's like somebody in your life, whether it's like a family member or a friend or a significant other who is also, you know, like wanting to plan out their goals for the next year and everything, or just even reflect on the year. You don't even have to jump ahead to planning next year's goals. Even if you're just reflecting on 2023, having someone to like bounce your goals off of and everything can really help you. Like one, have an accountability partner. And two, it's just so much more inspiring when it's not just you in your own head. You know what I mean? So I was like, I really want to do that with Griffin, especially with it being like our first year as a married couple in 2024. There are a lot of, goals that I feel like we're going to have together as a couple that we're going to want to you know achieve and then like some habits we'll probably want to implement especially I can really see us trying to like nail down being a lot more intentional with our time together in the next year because now that like wedding planning will be off the plate we will be able to get a lot of time back with each other that you know is has had to be sacrificed in terms of quality time which I feel like we've done a good job of fitting it in when we can but we haven't really gotten as much as we would like I guess you could say in terms of qual- quantity, quantity, quality time with each other so I am just really really hoping that we can you know sit down which we're gonna have to find the time between now and the new year which I guess we don't have to technically do it before New Year's Eve we could do it early January too at some point, even when we get back from our honeymoon, we could do it on our honeymoon whatever, but, um, probably not going to do it on our honeymoon, honestly, but just sitting down and being like, okay, like what, what is our 24 look like? Like, what do we have planned so far? What are our goals we have? What habits do we want to have? How can I support you in those goals? How can you support me and my goals? And what are the goals that we want to achieve as a couple? And like, what, what does that require of both of us? You know what I mean? And like being super intentional about it. And I just got like a planner for 2024, which was also influenced by Jenna Hong, the Shop Amanda Rachel Lee dated doodle planner for 2024. I got it off of her website, Shop Amanda Rachel, Lee on Black Friday because she did a sale and I was able to get 20% off. So I was super excited about that. I literally haven't used a planner, paper planner, or really a planner at all since college. But I have some things I want to get really serious about in 2024 and I think having a planner and having one on paper will really help me just work towards those things the planner is so cute it's like a light brown teddy material and then it has dark brown stitching um of a little kind of symbol or icon that's representative of each month in a way so like an acorn is the little symbol for the month of october you know like a snowflake for december that kind of thing you get the idea so I love the planner a lot. It's a weekly planner, but the cool thing is that it's a doodle planner. So there's like mood trackers and habit trackers and everything, but it's kind of like a coloring book and a planner all in one in a way. And I know y'all have heard me talk about like wanting to lean more into hobbies and things that are like truly hobbies and not things that are productive or tied to making money so that, you know, it's truly a way for me to unplug and just be creative and dive into hobbies and doodling coloring is something that I enjoyed so much as a child so I wanted to integrate that into my adult life somehow so I love that I'm able to do that within my planner but then also plan things at the same time so that's the new planner I got but I really want to get serious about the goals for 2024 and I mean that both individually with just like myself and then also with my soon-to-be husband as a couple I didn't want to say fiance again because I feel like I say it so much and I honestly like I don't know why, I just hate, I don't hate the word fiancé, I hate, like, how that becomes what you have to say all the time, because then you end up saying it so much, and you're like, wow, that's really annoying, so I know a lot of people will share that same sentiment, but anyways, I feel like I was a little unserious about my goals this year for 2023, which is totally fine, given the fact that, you know, I was just trying to make it by day by day with working a full-time job, being a content creator, and planning a wedding, so it is what it is. And I really can't wait to like, look back at what my goals were for 2023 and be like, wow, you didn't achieve any of these, but it's totally okay because you had a lot going on and we can, I can really help me revisit and ask myself, you know, how are any of these things still a priority for me going into 2024? Or do I not care about some of these things anymore now that a year has passed and I haven't really thought about them, or maybe I'll see some things that I did end up achieving and I'll be able to celebrate those. So That's definitely a big intention for the month. And going off of that too, I definitely want to set aside time to reflect on 2023. It's so easy to just jump into planning the next year's goals, but I truly think one of the biggest steps when it comes to planning your habits and your goals and intentions for the next year, it's just like a prerequisite to me to reflect on the current year. Because it's like, how are you going to jump into planning and brainstorming for an another year when you haven't even reflected on how this past year went like if you aren't checking yourself now versus yourself at the beginning of the year and just asking yourself you know what did I really enjoy about this year what did I not like about this year what do I want to change next year asking those questions are like they literally shape the direction of how you Choose the habits and goals and intentions that you set for the next year. So I truly think it is like a prerequisite. So I want to set aside that time to reflect just as much as I want to set aside time to do like a goal planning and habit setting like kind of session in a way. So, and the next thing is to plan what I'm packing for our honeymoon. I'm the worst packer in the world. If anybody wanted to know. Um, Also, I don't have a suitcase as of right now. Um, My big one broke when I went home for Thanksgiving, I realized that the zipper track was like completely undone in one part, so it can't zip all the way. But then also the zipper broke off, but I watched a YouTube video of how to like retrack a zipper and I was able to do it and I felt really proud of myself, but then I couldn't even zip it all the way and that's because the whole wire part wiring of the zipper is like completely coming undone on the whole top of the suitcase and then my carry-on the zipper is like completely broken so i don't have a suitcase as of right now we did put one on our registry i just put like a cow pack on the registry but if we don't get it i need to like go to tj maxx and get one because i know tj maxx has good luggage um because that's actually where i got my big suitcase that's currently broken and i got it in 2017 so it's lasted me six years but it has it has been on lots of trips and it's been stuffed very full so I really want to plan what I'm packing though because like this past trip when we went home to Florida for Thanksgiving oh my gosh it made me realize I was like one of my goals for 2024 needs to be like being a better packer and just learning how to create outfits when I'm not actually getting dressed and putting them on but I think that's part of it like if you're going to be a good packer you have to be willing to try on your outfits as you're packing but I hate that because I hate doing that and I hate taking the time to like try outfits on and like make my closet a mess by trying things on before I pack them but I feel like it's just necessary if you're wanting to be a good packer because it's hard to just visualize out- outfits unless it's something you've worn before which is totally fine if it's something you've worn before but you know if it's something that maybe it's like a pair of jeans and a top that you haven't worn together before and you're kind of trying to test it out if that's the case then you know you need to try it on probably but i want to really plan on unpacking like have you know, okay. This will be my outfit for this. And I think it'll be easy because we'll know what we're doing most days, which will be good. Because honestly, that's my main issue. When I don't have plans, that's when my packing just totally takes a curveball and like completely is a mess. Because that's what happened when we went home for Thanksgiving. I had no plans going home for Thanksgiving. I knew I was going to a very casual gender reveal and that was it. So, I was like, I don't even know. I didn't even know how formal of a Thanksgiving we were doing, which we never really do formal Thanksgivings. We're definitely pajama type of Thanksgiving family. So, I was like, I don't know what to pack. I don't know who I'm going to be hanging out with, how, where I'm going to be going. So, I literally packed way, way, way too much. I think I maybe wore like 25% of what was in my suitcase, which was crazy cuz I ended up just wearing comfy clothes every day and I would like rewear the same jacket or something. So, I think it will be helpful that we will kind of know what we're doing most days and have those things planned out so that it's just a lot easier for me to pack, but that's definitely a priority for this month because we will have time in between like the wedding and the honeymoon to pack, but it's not like a ton of time and I know that we're going to have to like get things back to like the vendors that were like for rentals and there's just going to be a lot with you know saying bye to family before they leave out of town and everything I'm just like I feel like that's going to be a little chaotic because I think some of our family with it being the holidays is maybe staying here and even some of our friends that came from a longer distance they're like kind of staying for longer than just you know the night of the wedding and the night before the wedding because it's a longer trip so with all of that being said I just at least even if I don't have the things packed I at least want to kind of have an idea of what I'm packing if that makes sense so the next thing is to finish Assassin's Blade because I have not really had a lot of time to read at all in the last month and it sucks because I'm wanting to just like speed through Throne of Glass so bad and I don't know why I'm wanting to speed through it because with ACOTAR I was like speeding through it last year this time and I was just eating it up and I was loving it but I remember like telling myself to slow down so that I wouldn't be done with the series so quickly because I was going to be so sad when the series was over for what's been published so far but like I think Throne of Glass, you know, it's like a fully completed series. So it's like, there's no other books coming. So this is my first time about reading it. And so many people tell me they wish they could like go back and reread it for a first time. So I'm trying to like not read it in such a hasty and like speedy manner and really just like soak it up. But I do want to finish Assassin's Lake because I've been reading it for a couple weeks now at this point. I'm not very far along in it just because I've truly been the way I've been reading lately. It's like, if I have 10 minutes in the morning, I'll pick up my Kindle and read before work but that's pretty much the extent of the reading that I'm getting in at this point so it's definitely tough and the next thing is to finish the final details for the wedding of course this is obviously a big intention but the biggest thing I have left are writing my vows we have to get our marriage license which I think we're planning on doing this week um I need to get table numbers and print our bar menus and then the actual menus which I just designed in Canva myself and I'm just getting them printed so nothing crazy there but I am a little worried about getting them printed and them just like not coming out well and it being, like, a waste of my time and money, but I don't really care to do, like, the actual menus on the table of, like, what's being served food-wise, but I do want to do it because I feel like with the decor we have, because I didn't really do any chargers or anything on the tables because chargers were so crazy expensive, the rent, so I was, like, I'm... I'm gonna cut costs where I can and that's one place where I was like I do not care about a charger so and the way we're like having our napkins lay and everything I'm like I think it'll look good if there's a menu on at each like little seat. So I kind of just designed one myself and Canva off of a little template and made it our own. So don't underestimate Canva, that's for sure. But gotta finish those. Um finalize our florals and linens orders. Basically just adjusting for headcount at that point because we pretty much have those, you know, already ordered, but we have to adjust for headcount. And then pay any remaining balances we have, set aside like tip money that we need to do, get any remaining gifts we need to get for people which that's also been a hard thing it's like who are you supposed to get gifts for for the wedding because I knew like mother of the groom and mother of the bride were supposed to get gifts but then I was like oh I guess father of the bride's also supposed to get a gift and then I was like well there's no way everybody but the father of the groom gets a gift so then I'm like oh we should probably get the father of the groom a gift too so it's just been like this whole like what are we doing type of thing so I guess I could probably like ask my brother and sister-in-law what they did but I don't really I know that you know you don't have to do what tradition does but I don't like the idea of like leaving anybody out. So we're like trying to get all that thing, all that stuff squared away too. But thankfully we just have like a little bit, I think like our last payment for food and beverage. And then I think the linens and that should be the last bit that we have to pay. Um, And it's like the remaining balance of the linen. So it's not like the full thing um, and the rentals or whatever, but that's exciting because we're almost there. So gotta get all those final details ironed out and the next thing is to clean out the fridge and pantry and reorganize and declutter where and when i can if i can this is something that may roll over to my next month reset and the just the january reset in general honestly but if i can do it this month it would be ideal just for my overall mental well-being because since like we've been getting things from our registry in the mail and so much a lot of the stuff is kitchen related it's like things that we like upgrading our blender and like you know getting a I can't even think of things right now. Getting like a uh, hand mixer and new mixing bowls and new like baking dishes and like casserole dishes that we didn't really have before and making space for those. It's like I've avoided unboxing a lot of them because I'm like I need to like make space because I didn't want to just like put it in an empty spot and it might not make sense where it was at. You know what I mean? I want things to have a spot that makes sense in terms of what they're next to and everything. Like I'm not going to put... A casserole dish in one of my main big drawers. You know what I mean that I'm accessing every day for mixing bowls and that kind of thing. So I was uh, like, all this past the past two weeks, we've just had this this part of our island has just been this stack of boxes of things that we've gotten that we hadn't unboxed yet. And then today, when we got in town, I don't know what came over me, but I was like, I need to get these out now. And then we had like so many boxes broken down that we needed to take out, so we took a bunch of those out. And it felt so good to kind of like get those out of sight. And I kind of went through some of our cabinets in the kitchen that we haven't really opened since we moved in. And we kind of put things in there. And I was like, honestly, some of these things like we haven't even used or needed to use since we moved in. And it's things that I knew we wouldn't necessarily need like one of them was like our old food processor like the little one that I bought literally like not even like three months ago off of Amazon but it was like what I got for the time being until we got a new one and then we ended up getting a good one off of our registry so I'm like okay I don't need this little one anymore that barely holds anything that I got just to get me by and kind of getting ready rid of stuff in a way that I knew we didn't need so definitely decluttering and everything because we have so much we need to like go through especially after the wedding to just like Declutter and get rid of what we don't need cleaning out the fridge and pantry is huge because also this morning I like went through because we have we put like I get a lot of liquid IVs and Like Alani new energy sticks and water boys and pr which i'm really grateful for But a lot of times we can't like go through as many as I get or we just because we don't drink them every single day If we were that way then like yes, we could go through them, but we don't drink them every single day We just drink them when we want to have them so and we love them but as a result, you know, like they, some of them end up expiring. So I went through our whole like little basket of all of them and was looking at the expiration on all of them. And I was like throwing out the bad ones and everything. So I was really trying to like, just get rid of stuff that's like taking up space. It's literally not even good anymore. And I want to do that for fridge and pantry really badly. Like this, hopefully in the next few weeks, but I don't really know if I'm going to have time to do that. And going off of that, I want to have a deep clean before Christmas and the wedding. So I really want to have a as clean and orderly as a place as I can before the wedding because I think it will just help my mental health tremendously if I know like Christmas morning I'm waking up to a clean house and organized house to the best of the ability given the fact that we're gonna have boxes of wedding related stuff you know in one corner at least but I'm really wanting to make that a priority and even if I'm you know setting aside money from you know, my next paycheck that I probably would otherwise spend on getting coffee out or something to maybe have somebody come and clean the house, then so be it. That's what I'm doing. But I, y'all heard it here first, I will be having like a clean home Christmas morning when I wake up and before the wedding because I do not want to be stressed and overstimulated by my environments during that time because I am absolutely somebody that gets like stressed out and overstimulated when their space is chaotic not clean disorganized and all that stuff so that's definitely a priority but I think that I'll be able to you know with the help of Griffin like we'll be able to do it ourselves but I think that you know we're just gonna have to really be intentional in terms of dividing everything up if that makes sense so I am really big on doing that but the main reason for all of that is because of how much better it will make me feel mentally if we do so and the last intention is to give back in some way i really want to do a giveaway on social media and really just go through a lot of the pr i've gotten this year and give give a lot of it away because i definitely do not need it all and also just give back um to you guys and like just give back in some way shape or form like i would love to like volunteer somewhere or something but i don't know if we'll have time to do that before the wedding but even if if that's not the case then i would like to sponsor a child and I know I mentioned in I think it was my November reset episode how I was gonna like sponsor a child for Christmas but I never heard back from the um people that I normally do it with over email because I was gonna just do a cash donation this year to like sponsor a kid's Christmas instead of doing the shopping just because the way I was doing it through Tuscaloosa, which I mentioned before, I was shipping at someone's house that worked at the place in Tuscaloosa and I was like you know, having the check-in, like, hey, did everything get delivered and everything? And I was like, okay, just to make things easier, I'm just gonna, like, donate the cash this year and for the Christmas gifts, but maybe I can just find somewhere in Houston. I, I really liked doing it in Tuscaloosa, though, like, just because Tuscaloosa is so special to me, and Houston's special to me, too, and there's, you know, kids in need everywhere, so I would love to do it here in Houston, too, Um, but I wanted to always kind of do it in Tuscaloosa since it's when I became, in a place where I had the money to give back during the holidays when that became a thing. It started in Tuscaloosa for me, so I kind of wanted to, like, just carry it on for forever and, like, always sponsor somebody in Tuscaloosa, but I can definitely look for somewhere in Houston, too, to do, like, an angel tree type of thing and sponsor a child for Christmas, so I want to do that as well, but I probably need to look into that extremely soon since I ended up not hearing back from the place in Tuscaloosa because I'm sure that there's, like, a timeline and cutoff for it everywhere in Houston so I probably need to look into that but let's get in the highs and the lows of the last month so my highs it was so great having time at home with family I really appreciated the time I got to go home over Thanksgiving break and I was really glad that I didn't have to work that Monday to Wednesday and I was able to take it off because I was originally thinking I was gonna have to work that Monday to Wednesday because of this like random client deadline I have this year And I ended up not having to. So I was really thankful for that. And that was definitely a high for me because anytime I get to go home and like not have to work while I'm there and really just be unplugged from my corporate job, I'm fine if I have to do like content creating work while I'm home. But if I have to do any of like my corporate job while I'm home, it's just not, not the same. So I was really thankful for that. But also another high was being able to, and actually like sticking to some boundaries at work. I, there were like multiple situations I can think of in the last month where I have like really... Stood firm in like some of my boundaries. Some of them being, you know, not working late when it isn't necessary, like totally one hundred percent necessary for like a extremely important deadline or something. You know, like if it's just me putting pressure on myself to get something done. But if it's truly something that doesn't need done right then and there, and telling myself, you know what, you don't have to stay on past. 5 30 or 6 today to do this you know this can be a tomorrow problem and it's okay whereas before I would like talk myself into just like getting getting it done if it was something that it wouldn't take super long and also just with you know with it being it's supposed to be like my slower season at work right now but honestly it's it's nothing compared to busy season by any means but I'm definitely busy for this time of year and with that being said I've been trying to stick to a typical normal eight-hour day as much as possible because I'm like, you got me messed up if you think that I'm going to be, you know, working more than that eight-hour day and what's supposed to be our off-season. Like, I will if I freaking absolutely have to and it's, like, being asked of me, but I'm not going to, like, go out of my way to do so at this point because it's just, like, not... It's not right. Like, these are the two months that it's supposed to be, you know, like, slow and normal for me. So, and just several other type of boundaries too. Like some of them being with things that I've helped out with and done in the past that I have realized, you know, I've kind of just like overextended myself and I don't want to say been taken advantage of, but like I've just overextended myself and now it's kind of expected of me in a way. And I've, you know, said no. And honestly, a lot of it's because there's been conflicts with wedding related stuff when I've had, when I've had things come up at work related to these things. And, I'm just like, you know what? It's okay to say no. I don't say yes to every single thing, especially if I already have like a wedding-related thing going on related to it. So I am proud of myself for holding a lot of those boundaries. And I'm really thankful for, and it's definitely a high for me that I had a great month with brand deals and with bookings. I had one brand like come back and want to kind of like Not extend, but kind of like do another campaign with me after doing one in October and November, which was super exciting because it's a brand that I absolutely love and you know use. So I'm just like so excited about that. And um, got to work with so many amazing brands that I love. And I got to do more like Instagram campaigns, which I really like doing Instagram campaigns because since I'm so used to YouTube campaigns and that's kind of my bread and butter, when I get to do things on Instagram, it really Inspires me to get like a little bit more creative because it's like something different and like really go out of my way to like make it good because not that I don't do that with all of my other content but like I'm extra inspired to do so when it's on Instagram just because you know it's through a different platform. But I'm very very thankful for that and it's been such a blessing. You know, I, I was in a really rough place in a low place when it came to social media like the first half of this year. And even some of, like, the back half of this year, too, there's been times where I've just had kind of, like, negative thoughts and struggled with comparison and everything on social media. But all in all, you know, like, when I'm just comparing myself to myself and staying in my own lane, I'm very thankful for the opportunities I have had and um, can't say that enough. And I can't say thank you enough for the support I have, too, from you all. So that's definitely a high, and that's always a high, is that, you know, I have people who care about my content in my corner day after day. And the next high is that we paid off the remaining balances for several vendors, which felt really great. So we're kind of, like I said earlier, we have those last few payments we need to take care of, other than that, it felt good to like pay off some of the things that um, we have balances on. Because like typically you'll just put down a deposit and then you have sometime within like either the week before the wedding or the month before the wedding that's when the remainders due. so we have that remainder payment due for several of our vendors um or upcoming to be due and I find or I found that it's just best if you pay what you can as you go because I just think it's so much better to do that than to just wait until everything's due and have to like throw out so much money at once it's a lot it doesn't hurt as much. And it's a lot better when you can like set it aside and then like, you know, pay it as you go and as you get it and have it type of situation. So, and the next thing is I, this is a definitely a big high for me, especially after the last like year and a half. But I, for the first time in a while, I have more set aside for my taxes than I have to pay in January for my estimated taxes. So I'm super excited about that. And I know a lot of people probably hear that and they're like, so you're, you know, you don't typically set aside enough. And it's like, no, because I always set aside 30%, but there are periods of time where I don't have a lot of brand deals and, you know, maybe my AdSense isn't really good that month either, even though AdSense is a little bit more predictable. And my 30% that I set aside from everything that I get doesn't, match up to or come close to what I owe for the quarter and when that's the case I have to dip into my you know emergency fund and my savings for that and that's kind of why that exists obviously (laughs) for situations like that so this is the first time in a while that I have been able to that I've had like a surplus in my like tax bucket in my high yield savings account so I'm super excited about that because and it's not that when I have a surplus I don't take that money out of the tax account because that would be like basically not setting aside 30% if I took out money that was 30% because I'm probably gonna that means I'm probably gonna have to like owe that at some point in the future like when it comes to like actually pay what I owe um for my individual return for this tax year so I am just happy that I won't have to dip into my personal like emergency fund in january when it comes to pay estimated taxes again so it's definitely a high and another high is that i was able to put a little bit extra towards my student loans this month i'm really trying to just like i mean it was literally forty dollars like i put an extra forty dollars towards my student loans this month but i am trying to just pay the ones with the highest interest rate balance um so that i can get rid of those Sooner, hopefully, and I put an extra like 40 bucks towards my student loans this month, so that was definitely a high because that's not something that I can or will be doing every single month. But I did that this month, and my goal is to, you know, do that when I can as much as possible um, every month, just like once, especially once I get a more set budget when wedding planning's over, when I'm having to like pay for as much with the wedding and everything, and that's just kind of like in the past, I kind of want to integrate that into my budget is to like. When I can pay a little bit more towards my student loans. And the next high and the last high is that I pushed through when I didn't feel like it multiple times this month. And this is just the definition of resilience. And I like to think I'm a resilient person and I do believe I am, but I definitely have times where I am not a resilient person at all. So anytime that I have been resilient, I like to kind of take a moment and recognize myself for it and give myself a little pat on the back because it's difficult. There were just multiple times when all I wanted to do was curl up on the couch and read my book and relax because I was just utterly exhausted And you may hear this and be like, well, it sounds like you need to set your priorities better and you need to make more time for rest. But I promise I still do rest and I take the time to do so. But there were just multiple times where it was like an extra overbooked week for me. Like I just had a lot going on and I had to either stay up late or get up early to like edit a video Or I really didn't want to record a podcast and I wanted to just like skip the week of uploading an episode, but I still did it anyways. There were literally, I can think of like three different occasions over the last two months where I've been like, you know, I could skip this week of the podcast and it's definitely more tempting over the holidays because you kind of have the excuse of, oh, it's the holidays I'm taking off and I'm spending time with family, but I don't want to use it as an excuse. You know what I mean? And I really just had multiple instances over the last like six to eight weeks I would say where I was just really like oh my gosh I really just want to skip this week but I still powered through and did it and I'm really proud of myself and glad that I did because ultimately with editing videos and recording episodes I usually always feel better after I do those things because they're things that creatively fulfill me you know what I mean so that's why I did choose to push through because I knew that I would feel better at the end of the day and it would like eat me alive in a way if I didn't upload and I just skipped and then I would be not creatively fulfilled too and when I say like I forego sitting down on the couch and reading my book to edit a video I'm not sitting here saying that in like a girl boss fashion you know like work hard 24-7 like no days off that's not what I'm saying it's more so of like I was really wanting to do that in the moment, but I told myself, you know, okay, if I can get this done now, I'll have more time to do that this weekend. So it was kind of just like rearranging the priorities. It wasn't like I was going to completely rob myself of doing that or having that time to read altogether. That's not what I was doing. I was just saying, you know, okay, I can either read now and I have to edit this video over the weekend when I probably really don't want to or... I have to do it on like my lunch break during work, which is always like stressful because I feel like I'm, you know, just editing a lot more sloppily because I'm trying to get through more, more quickly, or I can, you know, get up early and, or stay up late and get a little bit more editing done. And then I'll have time to read tomorrow night instead of tonight, or I won't have to use my lunch break to do more work for something else. So I am proud of myself for those things. And my lows, I have just a couple lows, but it's definitely have to share the lows too because it's not all sunshine and rainbows. But I truly feel I didn't manage my stress very well most of this month. And mainly on the back half, I feel like in the front half, I managed it pretty well. And then once I got back from Thanksgiving, I just feel like everything kind of hit the fan and I felt like I was getting slapped in the face every single day, basically. And I didn't manage my stress well. I definitely think I tried, but I wasn't... I wasn't persistent enough with giving myself the time I needed to recharge in certain situations I wasn't good about saying no in some situations. Um so that kind of didn't help me with managing my stress and I I always learn from it. You know what I mean? When I don't manage my stress well, I always end up learning from it because I always end up hitting a wall or crashing and burning and it's Unfortunate that it has to come to that but that's how it goes sometimes and I want to definitely do better about that going into next month. And the next thing is I didn't keep a tidy environment, which I think contributed to my stress a lot. And one way I manage my stress is like taking five minutes to tidy up things when I can. And when I wasn't doing that this past month, it meant that my environment was more chaotic, which meant that I felt more stressed out and I didn't manage my stress well because of that. So it all is kind of tied together, but I didn't keep a tidy environment just because it was a little hard to this month because we did have, you know, just kind of an influx of, which it's, you know, I'm I'm totally not complaining about it. It's something I'm very grateful for, but with having things from a registry come in the mail and like, I would be like, oh, I'll unbox this later. I'll break down this box later. And then the next thing you know, you just have like so many boxes that need broken down and they're just taking up a ton of space and things that need put away and everything. And then also I waited to unpack like a week from Thanksgiving. So I just had stuff everywhere for a while and all of that, you know, is going to contribute to feeling stressed with having a more chaotic environment. And another low is there were, there have been several things that have been like really frustrating me at work. And being busier than usual is one of those. It's definitely frustrating when it's like you're supposed to be slower season and you feel like it's just not the way it should be. And like I said, it's definitely not busy season by any means, but I've had, I can't really talk about a lot of it because it just feels like I can't, but the most I can say, which it's several things, but one of the things I can say, I guess, is that you know like when things that are on your schedule come up and you're just kind of like you have to do them in a way so it's like oh this wasn't on my schedule and it's not currently reflected on my schedule so it's like I didn't know it was coming so it was like unanticipated first of all second of all it's usually when it just like comes up like that it's something that kind of has to be done relatively soon and then you have to like mix it in with your other priorities that you already knew you had because it's something that wasn't initially on your list of priorities and it wasn't on your schedule, so things like that. But then there was, there's just been some other things that have really been frustrating me, and I hate to put this on here because it's like so vague, but keeping it 100% real, it's just been a really frustrating month at work for me in several different ways, honestly. So another low is that I didn't get any gift shopping out of the way, but. I always talk about how I love to get my gift shopping for the holidays done during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday time because you can just get such good deals and save so much money on the gifts you would like already be purchasing for people. So I didn't really get any of that done because I was so focused on finding deals for things that I knew I needed for the wedding. So I was like really determined to get all of those things during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday time that I forgot to even really get anything for other people like for the holidays, but we aren't like doing anything crazy for Christmas anyway. It's like I've already told like family, I'm like, please don't get us much, because I know our wedding's like right around Christmas. Like please don't get us anything at all really. Like it's totally not necessary. So with all that being said, you know, like we've also expressed, you know, like, okay, like it's been an expensive year, an expensive month with the wedding and then our honeymoon coming up. So with all of that being said, it's you know our gifts probably aren't gonna be as Um, I don't want to say extravagant because that makes it sound like we give insane gifts every year, but that's not the case, but you know, just not as not going to be able to spend as much this year as we typically do. And honestly, everything's just so much more expensive. Anyways, the fact that we're having a wedding aside, um, everything's been a lot more expensive this year. So I didn't get gift shopping out of the way, which I felt really bummed about. Then I was like, honestly, I'm glad I didn't just like settle and buy a bunch of random things just because they were on sale and then them not be really well thought out gifts. You know what I mean? So And with all of that being said, I actually do know like my brother and sister-in-law, they just want money because they're going on a big trip next year. So they want money for that. So I'm like, oh, okay, that's easy. And then like, I think, you know, I think that we'll be able to figure it out for everybody else and it's okay. It's not the end of the world and I'm not going to get upset about it. And the next low is that I felt pretty disconnected most of the month, which I talked about this earlier in the episode with feeling like I all year have just been physically places and not mentally places and that's just because I feel like I've been spread so thin across so many different things all year that it's been really hard for me to be mentally present in a lot of situations and I still stand by that and think it's true and everything and I think it was especially true this month because I when I was at home over Thanksgiving it was so great because I did get to spend time with family and everything but I really felt like I remember while I was there thinking to myself several different times like I really don't feel like I'm here and I would like catch myself almost dissociating because I was like you are not in this moment like you know you need to snap back into it and like get into where you're at and focus and just be present it was like I was having to I was catching myself dissociating and then telling myself to be present and it was really hard and I felt like it was a very mentally draining week because I was like constantly fighting myself trying to force myself to be present and soak up my time at home but my mind was constantly elsewhere and as a result I just felt so disconnected most of the month like and I'm wondering if like my family picked up on that at all or they were like you know you weren't really like kind of mentally there the whole time And I really wonder if they, like, noticed that at all. I should probably ask them because it would be helpful to know if, like, it's something that other people pick up on or not. But I know, like, my parents can, like, pick up when I'm, like, stressed and stuff. So I'm sure they probably did. So it was definitely a bummer because they were, like, I remember when I got back from Thanksgiving, I was kind of just, like, thinking back on the week and I was like, man, I really was just not present, like, at all. And I tried to be in, like, so many situations, but I just felt like I was really struggling to keep my mind where i was at and it it's sad it, like honestly makes me a little bit emotional to think about it because i hate thinking of time that i could have been present and then like that i wasn't present during that time but when you have a lot going on it's really hard you can't force yourself to do your mind to do something specific when your mind's just constantly running over all these other things that are going on you know what i mean i mean you can force yourself but it's very very difficult so The very last low is I didn't prioritize self-care or resting much or very well at all. And that kind of goes off with the first one without with not managing my stress well most of the month. I definitely think I could have done a better job of prioritizing intentional rest this month. I felt like I was doing really good about it in like September and October. But I think just with the wedding getting closer, anytime I've had My free time in the evening, it's like, I'll sit down on the couch to read and then I like start feeling guilty of, for doing that. And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going to get on my computer actually and like just spend the next hour before bed, you know, getting some wedding related things done, like getting these menus done, designed and, um from there you know I will go to bed and then I'm like okay now I'll go to sleep but then I feel bad because I'm like oh I haven't responded to anybody's text today so then I like go and respond to everybody's text and the next thing I know I'm like oh I should be going to bed right now now that I've been in bed for 30 minutes so it's like this cycle of me feeling guilty and not giving myself the time I need to like recharge and rest and practice self-care in a way so I wasn't the best about that this month but it's okay you know it's something that you're gonna go through life and it's gonna be like you're gonna have peaks with it you're gonna have valleys with it and that's part of life and this month was just not one of my good months when it came to that and as a result you know I did feel that I wasn't managing my stress very well and that definitely impacted me but that is everything I have for this week's December reset episode I hope you all enjoyed it Be sure to leave a review for the podcast. It definitely helps us show out a lot. And also, the like Spotify Wrapped um, came out this week for the podcast, so I definitely wanna—I should have said this at the beginning of the episode, but definitely wanna extend my thank you to everyone listening. It's so cool to see all the different data and see how many people I'm like a number one fan for, and like how many people I'm like a top five fan for. All the different countries I know, like. I'm trying to think of all the countries that were listed for me. I know like Kenya and the Philippines were like some notable new countries that I had listener, not new countries, but I think the most growth in this year, I want to say is what the statistic was. So it's so cool to think, you know, that there are people truly all over the world listening on Mondays or whenever you listen. And it means the world to me that you guys, you know, take your time out of your day to listen to me ramble and talk about things. And I know sometimes it's, you know, more, thought-provoking and more inspirational than others but I appreciate it nonetheless and I can't say thank you enough for the support y'all give me and truly so so thankful but I love you all so much and I hope you all are having a great first week of December and I will talk to you all in next week's episode